0: Oh my God, you guys! We are back with another fun-filled episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I'm Justin Martindale. I want to say thank you for joining us as always. Uh, quick shout out to all of you guys. Thank you for all your kind words and responses and uh, m- sweet messages saying you're enjoying the podcast. I love doing this for you guys. I feel like I'm talking to like some really good friends here and. Uh, I'm gonna call you guys my just sayers. I think that's fun. I think that'll stick, maybe. But you know who's back? Producer John. He's back after his plague-infested. <laughs> couldn't get me. <laughs> you feeling better?
1: I feel great. I felt there. There are these magic pills. I don't. I'm not a doctor, but that clearly Paxlovid garbage that they make you take for five days. Symptoms gone in 24 hours. Two days later, I tested negative. I mean, we Bring had
0: on. I'm glad you survived the Netflix is a joke. I'm glad we all survived after Chappelle got bum rushed at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm, I'm From now on, I'm going to be looking. I got a spot here, several spots this week, and I'm just going to be like looking around, trying to think of what to do. If, if, if somebody does bum rush me on stage.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to be safe, because forget about the fact that they might have a knife jammed into a gun. Jesus, I know. But they might also have COVID, which is...
0: What's worse? I, I know. know. It is funny, though, because like now we're getting all these like stories of, like, Kelly Ripa has COVID, and we're like, oh, no, oh, no. I mean, just stay at home. You know, it, it, it's it's going around. But it is another week. I'm glad you're back. I'm, thank you. We can get the lighting right on me. Jesus. But um, it's another week. How do we know it's another week? Because Britney Spears has posted more nudes on her Instagram account. I am all about thirst traps um, to an extent. But this one, I'm just, I don't know. I'm getting a little worried. She's, uh, because now she's doing all these captions about like before, all caps, before the bump. And I'm like, okay. Just show us the bump already, because now I'm intrigued. I need to I need to see it. And I think if if and when the bump is revealed, I can be like, okay, she's got a lot of pictures in her library. So another week, another Britney nude. We found out this week that Kim Kardashian might not have had Marilyn Monroe's actual hair at the Met Gala. Did you hear about this, John? I did not. How at the Met Gala she wore Kim Kardashian's dress. I'm sorry, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe's dress. How dare I? Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's dress that she's saying happy birthday to uh, JFK in. And when she picked up the dress, some guy that she get, got the costume from was like, "And here is a locket of her hair." And I'm like, "What in the horcrux hell? Like, who gives that? Who?" First of all, how do they get Marilyn Monroe's hair is what I want to know. Do they cut it off of her dead body? Or did someone like like some warlock or witch, like when she walked by, just snatch it from the back? But yeah, she apparently got an actual lock of Marilyn Monroe's hair and gave it to Kim, which I just think is weird. And now, of course, it's news because someone, even creepier, is like, I know Marilyn Monroe's hair and that's not it. Kim K was given a fake Locket of Marilyn Monroe's hair. Slow news week.
1: This is such rich people shit that it drives yes. You nuts. Yes. Like, this is the argument. Well, I don't think that Marilyn Monroe strand of hair is real. Yeah. Like, what? What? You
0: Half know, there's bigger problems in the world, but we don't care about those.
1: Half of us are losing our hair from COVID.
0: I'll tell you what. When I start passing out actual lockets of my hair, I will authenticate them and say yes that is that is an actual locket of my hair now i'm giving you guys a forewarning this episode is very hot it's sexy it might be even a little bit lewd but that's where we're at because i think summer is just around the corner everyone's getting sweaty and horny everyone's having a Hot girl summer. I'm still holding down my coastal grandma season. Give me a nice cold savvy bee from Marlboro and, you know, uh, an Enya playlist, a nice beach, some J Crew, and I'm good. I'm all about it. But people are a little hot and horny. And I'm watching this show right now on HBO Max called The Staircase. Do you know, are you familiar with the story of The Staircase?
1: I'm familiar with it. I know that HBO Max just released it, but I haven't watched it yet.
0: Yeah, so apparently it's like this, I think it was like a podcast maybe, or like some docu-series or whatever about this you know, woman who fell down the stairs and her husband might have done it, might not have done it, but it turns out he has a bisexual past there's lewd emails, all this stuff. So I'm watching it. They're like three episodes in. I think they come out every Thursday on HBO Max. And Tony Collette's in it. And I live for Tony Collette. I think she's fantastic. I loved her in Muriel's Wedding. I've loved her in, I mean, almost everything she's done, Hereditary, um, all of the Tony Collette movies. This one, she plays the wife who falls down the stairs. And they recreate the fall as to what they think had happened. It's a very dramatic fall. However, it is humorous because I find humor in people falling. I love the Instagram account, Kids Getting Hurt. <laughs> um, but it's very dramatic, and I kind of wanted to do a boomerang on it and mash it up with the, uh-huh. That's my shit. That Gwen Stefani song or the somebody once told me. I mean, it's very. It's a very sexy series. Colin Firth plays the dad who's like hooking up with dudes on the side. But is he um, Sophie uh, Turner from Game of Thrones? I believe that's her name. Yes. Uh, Joe Jonas's wife is in it. Um, but it's a really good cast, really good show. Parker Posey, ah! Parker Posey plays Freda Black, the assistant district attorney. She is the moment. She is the comic relief. Like, I love Parker Posey. I've been a huge Parker Posey fan since um, Waiting for Guffman, where she played Libby May. And um, she's literally playing her Waiting for Guffman character in the staircase but now she's all grown up she's got a twang she's like chewing her gum she's moved on from the DQ um but she's got those blue eyeshadow uh just garage door palette eyes on um she's got some of the best lines in the whole show um but I was taken aback literally In a scene last night, and I was watching it last night because I want to get all caught up. There's a scene where Colin Firth um, eats Tony Collette's ass. And I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. This isn't White Lotus. (laughs) This isn't Queer as Folk. Do straight people do this? What's happening? Um, Yeah, in the kitchen... Just flips her around, goes to town. And it was something that I was like, oh, well, here we are. Just giving her the old kitchen rear end special. And I don't know. I think it's – there must be something magical about the kitchen. Because the show ended Just Like That, there was some magic in the kitchen with Che Diaz and Miranda – HBO Max loves a good Sex in the Kitchen, which should be a show (laughs) coming to HBO Max, no pun intended, so check your local listings. Sex in the Kitchen, Um, but yeah, it's a great show, watch it, I'm very interested to see where it goes, because I know nothing about it, but yes, I'm just very excited about these new shows coming out, like we're going into summer, we're getting summer movies, Uh, we have Doctor Strange 2 came out. The Multiverse of Madness, which I still have not seen. Um, the season two of Hacks is coming out, which is great. We've got Queer as Folk on Peacock. We have Angeline on Peacock. Lost World, the Top Gun sequel. They just released like a teaser trailer for Avatar 2. I'm like, oh my God. That I love like trash. love summer movies. And I think it's great because for the past two years, we haven't really been able to enjoy uh, blockbuster movies and I wa—I uh, was driving down Sunset Boulevard on the way here because it took me 25 minutes to park because Sunset Boulevard is officially a construction site um, as well as the comedy store as well as LA it's just one big construction site so there's no parking so I got a chance to like look at all the billboards I thought it was very exciting um, I'm thrilled because I think I think we're 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 due for some fun in the, in the summertime. I'm ready for some blockbusters. And uh, what goes well with blockbuster movies? Um, bustin' apparently, because this episode is sponsored by the letter H for horny. <laughs> Feeling horny? Then this episode of Just Sayin' is just for you. Use promo code Just Saying <laughs> to get... You're horny on. Okay. So this is a story that blew up last night. I remember going to bed because I had to get up really early this morning and go do uh, Radio Andy for SiriusXM. XM. Shout out to John Hill, my Texas buddy. We had a good time this mon- uh, morning and we talked about this. We touched on this. Um, all my keywords are like, on, like double entendre right now. I'm like touched and bust yeah, you're, you're,
1: <laughs> so, you're getting weird with it
0: this story the tony award nominees uh came out this week and uh this is a story that blew up on twitter jesse williams from the hit show gray's anatomy is in the uh broadway revival of take me out and Take Me Out is a... Are you a Broadway guy at all, John? No. That's shocking. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone has their secrets. I mean, um, I, thought,
1: I thought Spider-Man, uh, that that turn off the dark.
0: Out was, of the dark?
1: That turn off the dark, I thought. Turn off the dark?
0: Or, or like everyone died yeah. in rehearsals? That was the greatest show I've ever seen. God, that was a nightmare. But this show is called Take Me Out. If you don't know about it, it is about a uh, man who's on a baseball team um, and he's gay and he's closeted. So he's actually nominated for Best Actor in a Revival of a Plague. And in this show, there is a scene where the boys are in the locker room and they take showers on stage naked. Now, I've been to a couple bars around this great country where there have actually been shower shows. You're looking at me like, what's a shower show? I'll tell you what a shower show is. It's where you go to a bar, you get your drink, you look at a clear box. I was actually with Jim Jeffries. We were in... Oh, God, where were we? Hold on. I got this. Minneapolis. Shout out to Minneapolis and the Saloon Bar, which is right next to the theater that we were performing in. And we went down there, and I'm looking at... We're in this bar, and a lot of people from the show had been there at the show previously, and they all went down to the gay bar afterwards because I guess it's just a bar because it's open. And I was like, there's a clear box in the middle of the dance floor. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out, full dong, turns on a shower and just starts taking a shower in the middle of the bar. And we all were kind of like, uh, what? And there's women, you know, it's a very diverse crowd. And I'm kind of looking around like, is this okay for everyone? Like, are we all just getting me too'd and don't care? And, um, there's a little slit in the plastic and Jim's like, Oh, put a dollar in there. And I'm like, okay. And I put a dollar in there and he slaps it with his penis, drags it up the, the, the side and I'm like wow that is that is talent so I like a good shower scene I like I think watching people shower is kind of hot but somebody at this Broadway production took a camera in there and took a picture of Jesse Williams taking his shower during his performance and it and leaked it online I love a celebrity nude Can't get enough of them. And the internet went crazy. Um, If we could go down on this article, (laughs) no pun intended. (laughs) Everyone was like hobbity, hobbity, hobbity. Um, He says that the idea of full frontal nudity terrified him at first. Um, But you know what? At the end of the day, he says, I'm comfortable in my body. It made me feel alive. Him and the cast went on... um, Watch what happens live the other night. And he says, does it bother you that people are so, you know, enamored by you being naked? Because he is kind of a high-profile character. Everyone knows him. Um, He says, it doesn't bother me. It's my body. Like, get over it. So, um Here's the weird part because upon arrival at this theater that they're performing at, all phones and smartwatches are placed in yonder cases, which are like, you know, you can't have access to them. Um, guests maintain possession of their devices at all times, they hold it. So somebody got this phone out and snapped a pick. Now I looked at the picture. It's a good it's a good dong. As someone with a good dong. Yeah. I listen. It's a good dong. Game knows game, but I'm not like, oh wow, gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Like I'm not like that. It's just like it's a good. He has a great physique. He's very handsome. So I think, and also I think it's been a long pandemic where <laughs> some people are just like, I want to go see, take me out uh, for the fourth time this week. Um, but apparently, yeah, this this dick pic took a lot of people out because it went crazy on Twitter. Just, oh my god wreck me, dad, you know, put a baby in me, like, people are just trash, now, as someone who has performed naked on stage before, it reminded me of my days when I performed in the nude, Um, I can't remember the year exactly, I want to say it was like, maybe 2003 or 4, or 5, I was doing a show, out here in Los Angeles called Michelangelo's Models. (laughs) Oh, boy. It was a (laughs) non-union play. And it was really, it was actually a really, really good show. It was about Michelangelo and him with the men in his life, how they became the muses of, you know, all of his art that lives on today. So there was a guy who played the David, um, Another guy played, I don't know the other one, but guess I got to play the guy who did the hand, the Adam. I got to play the Adam, you know, the, the finger, finger, Roll finger, of a finger, lifetime. the finger to finger picture of God touching. Yeah. So I got to be the, I got to pose nude and it was so crazy cause it was very liberating. I remember like we hadn't taken our clothes off until like, I think maybe two nights before we opened and of course, you know, the play was written by a gay man, it was produced by a gay man. It it was borderline softcore porn. I looked good. I was in my prime, still am. And uh I just remember my mom coming to the show and I hadn't told her about <laughs> the nudity. So I remember walking out on stage and just hearing this southern woman just go <gasps> like just gasp in the in the back and I was like, "Oh, that's my mom." <clears throat> And then it got to the point where I realized, oh, there's the same same handful of men um, that are coming to the show every night. And that was interesting because I was like, I think I've seen you before. And then it was weird because then we'd go to like to the after parties and the guys would come up to you and be like, oh, my God, that was so wonderful. You did such a great job. Um, you just look so natural out there. And I'm like, mm, that's code for sex but yes I as someone who can relate to uh this story I'm I I I say you know what go on king you long dong king own it and it's gonna get him more work too so cheers to the cast of take me out for taking us all out now I said it's going to be a racy show. We finally have answers. I mentioned Just Like That and Just Like That, sorry. Kim Cattrall, uh, Abu Dhabi, reveals that an unwanted dick pic storyline is why she quit Sex in the City and Just Like That, the sequel. Uh, Kim Cattrall opened up about the power of saying no and why a dick pic storyline was the final straw when it came to passing on the third Sex in the City movie. The In Just Like That series, Catral said, is basically the third movie of Sex in the City that was never made. She felt like Samantha's character wasn't progressing, since reportedly in the third film, she would have received an unwanted dick pic from Brady, Miranda's 14-year-old son. Already, this is problematic. Now, if you didn't watch In Just Like That, Miranda has a 14-year-old son, Brady, that just has sex everywhere he's got crunchy socks he has a girlfriend who like they just bang all night and like Steve and Miranda just listen to it and they're just like uh, oh, he's really he's really going at it tonight and I'm like oh no there would be no way in hell that I would allow my kids to have sex in, in my house so Samantha says, why can't Samantha, who owns her PR company, maybe she had to sell it because of financial woes. 2008 was tough. Some people are still recovering. She had to sell it to some guy who's wearing a hoodie, and that's the dilemma she has. I mean, that's a scenario that was kind of off the top of one of my reps' heads, and I thought, that's a great idea. So she's kind of going into like what she wanted the storyline to be. Now, she made her uh, presence in the 1998 series that started, uh, Sex and the City. Obviously, after six seasons and the career-defining role, fans of the actress were shocked when it was announced that she would be absent from the recent series and just like that. And uh, she is making her absence known. She says, "'I was never asked to be a part of the reboot.'" Uh, She says to Variety magazine, I made my feelings clear about the possible third movie, so I found out about it like everyone else did on social media. But even if she had been asked back or would be in the future, the outcome would have been the same. Everything in me went, I'm done. That's a no. It's painful to say no. It's a great wisdom to know when enough is enough. I also didn't want to compromise what the show was to me. The way forward seemed clear. You know what? I'm devastated that she will not be back. However, Kim Cattrall will be on the reboot of Queer as Folk, premiering on Peacock this spring. So I can't wait to see her in that. But something that Kim Cattrall's character, Samantha Jones, was never depraved of was sex now this story is very strange to me john you sent this to me depraved sex island vacation offers guests unlimited sex with 100 women how is nikki glazer not hosting this show this is something very, very strange. It's called Sex Island. It's being billed as every man's dream. Gross. Book. A four-day orgy extravaganza that promises kinky customers unlimited sex without a condom. Gross. No!
1: I see this ending very well.
0: Uh, unlimited sex without a condom. Me, 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 I mean, my God, is set to get underway near Las Vegas this week. Sex Island is slated to take place at an undisclosed location outside of Sin City. May. Oh, it happened last week. Uh, So it starts out at $4,500. The X-rated escapade is organized by the Good Girls Company. Okay. Which is selling 50 tickets. They've hired a hundred prostitutes for the event, so that each guest has access to two girls per day. All of our girls are tested and free of any sexual diseases," said the Sex Island site. At any moment, you can switch girls with the other fifty guests.
1: Was this uh, was this produced by Netflix? Because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's a coincidence that they had Sex Island and everybody got COVID at Netflix
0: Festival. Yeah, <laughs> from the makers of Is It Cake and Everybody's Got COVID, you're gonna love Sex Island, where fifty gross dudes switch girls at an undisclosed Vegas location. Tarps are optional. Oh my God, this just sounds like a panic room. I, I mean, what is this? Coachella? Is this Coachella? This is the new one. Um, I don't know, and uh, I am a huge advocate of sex work. I have never okay. Hold on, let me back that up. No pun intended. See, everything I say is coming off gross and sexual. I think sex work is work. I get it, but this seems to be a lot. I want this to be kind of like. Um, do you remember in Squid Game? In Squid Game, when they had those like rich dudes who like watched the the players do you remember that
1: i mean kind of i only made it through half an episode it was pretty bad
0: wow wow john wow no there was like these guys and they're like sitting in a black box and they'd wear these like gold animal masks i feel like this is what that is this is like some like remove your masks very like eyes wide shut remove your cloaks um i have a lot of questions why why does it have to be condom free why are there tarps are there safe words condoms Is... cost extra
1: i mean you got to keep the budget low what condoms aren't cheap i mean if you're going to be offering it at great prices like that you can't afford the condoms
0: i know but do you know the other dudes no you're going to know Gross. them really well after no tested but i don't want Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being in a post COVID world and also gay, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care, gay or straight. I think this would just be like, blah, 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 blah. but then again, white party just happened in Palm Springs. So maybe this is just like straight white party. I just have a lot of questions. I need to know are these men married or is there like an NDA?
1: I wonder if there's a hashtag with pictures where we
0: could reach out. There definitely needs to be a hashtag. Yeah. Do they put their phones in the little bags? I mean, can they take pictures? Uh, That's the thing. If you're going, if you went to this or know somebody who went to this, I want pictures. I want to see if there is a hashtag. What would the hashtag be? Hashtag sex island? Raw. What? Gross. Breed me, daddy. Yeah. Now switch over to my friend. Gross. Hashtag sex island hosted by Nikki Glazer. So, good luck to all those sluts in Las Vegas. Uh, Godspeed. Um, Know your limits. Hydrate. Look at me, just a coastal grandma, just like eat pineapple. (laughs) Make sure make sure your electrolytes are fully stocked. Get that liquid liquid IVs. I'm telling you, they're lifesavers. But you know what? People aren't the only sluts out there right now. Even in the animal kingdom, the animals are gearing up for hot girl summer. Uh this story came from the insider. There were two male dolphins. That were seen playing with an anaconda. <laughs> His name was Jesse. <laughs> he's in the. He's from Grey's Anatomy. They they were playing with this anaconda while sexually aroused in a perplexing encountered encounter captured by researchers. Now. These two river dolphins. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with river dolphins. They're really fucking weird. They're not like normal dolphins or porpoise or porpoises, whatever the hell they're called. River dolphins, they swim sideways because they can like, you know, the rivers are shallow. So they 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 don't swim like a normal dolphin. They're not like eh, eh, eh. they're not like flipper they swim like um, flounders, and they don't have eyes because the rivers are really dirty. So they've like evolved into like weird Appalachian coal miners, but of the river community. <laughs> they're like the they're like those cave people from the descent, but dolphins in a river. Terrifying. And they're like pink and they look like they're made out of bubble gum. And I feel like if I ever saw one in real life, I would scream like a banshee. Now, someone saw these two Bolivian river dolphins swimming around and playing in the Tijamuchi River in Bolivia. The unusual part? Well, they were carrying a Benny anaconda, an apex predator, in their mouths. Researchers captured the rare encounter uh, in photos and published it in the journal Ecology. They spotted this group of dolphins immediately upon arriving on the site, and they started taking photos. Only when they looked at the images, they realized the dolphins were carrying the snake. Um, they they re- realized that the dolphins were not eating the snake, but they were playing with it uh, because it lasted for about seven minutes. Gross, whoever's timing this. Now, they're all holding on. These two dolphins are holding onto the anaconda and swimming in unison, Um, and then the researchers looked down and they went, oh no, because the dolphins had erect penises. I love a dolphin. There's nothing that I love more than a hard dolphin. Samantha, get out of here. Sorry. (laughs) I, uh, my pants, there seems to be going, something going on. It's like a, it's like a river is running through it. Um, so these dolphins were hard with this anaconda in their mouth and uh, they said that the encounter was the first ever recorded, no shit, between a river dolphin and an anaconda. Um, and yeah, I think that's the weirdest thing is to actually be on that boat and you're like, oh, behold, the river dolphin. And then you're like, oh, oh, oh God, no. <laughs> What's it doing with that? With that anaconda. Now, and also, did the anaconda spit or swallow the dolphin? That's what I want to know. Is there an actual picture of this? Can I look, is, can we look down? Oh, 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 God. That's a dolphin dick? That's terrifying. That looks like a witch nail. That looks like, that looks like uh, Scarlet Witch's fingertips. That's actually a picture of Jesse Williams. <laughs> Can I can I look at this at work? <laughs> Justin, we need to check your browser history. Oh, everything's fine. I was just looking at river dolphin porn. Oh, oh. Justin, are you in the bathroom still? Oh, just give me a minute. I'll be right out. Oh, I had chili for lunch again. Ah. Oh. This is disturbing, but I guess when it's for nature and scientific purposes, porpoises. <laughs> then it's uh it's educational but do not google river dolphin porn while you're at work because uh, stuff will come up it is what it is now we all we just said that people are gross animals are gross guess who else is gross that's right aliens
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 i don't think that we're putting this on the
0: aliens NASA I mean, NASA is gross. They think this is what NASA. Is. Okay, you're right. NASA is gross. NASA. Here's the thing. I talked about summer blockbusters at the beginning of this episode. One of my favorites. I remember where I was when the when the um, when the Independence Day trailer hit. Remember, it was like a Super Bowl Sunday, and they showed you know uh, this spaceship over the Empire State Building, and that that blue beam of light just blew it the fuck up. Now I'm at that point where I'm like, please, come, welcome, take us, deliver us, come. These NASA scientists who are probably, I want to say maybe more than a handful, are probably going to Sex Island because they are sexually depraved. Uh, I, and by the way, please don't come at me in the comments being like, do not sex shame our astronauts. It's been a long <laughs> month already. NASA scientists want to send naked pictures of humans to space in hopes of potentially making contact with aliens. That's right. NASA wants to send your nudes to space. This message will also come uh, with an invitation to respond should aliens ever discover it. The pictures aren't graphic, sure, but rather illustrations of a naked man and a woman with DNA descriptions. To make the unclad humans more inviting, the man and woman are waving in the pictures. NASA revealed the image in a study that's part of Beacon in the Galaxy, or B-I-T-G, Bitg Energy, the latest in a string of attempts to reach other intelligent life. Now, I think this is just lazy and desperate. We can't just go around just thirst-trapping aliens. They're... Or do we? I think we're so desperate to make contact with aliens because we're so bored on this planet that they're like, God, they're not like responding to our lame ass Morse code. They're not responding to like us flashing light in the atmosphere. Just send them some dick pics. Show, show them some titties. And look at this picture of this this like sad woman and man at the bottom in the middle right there. Just like, Hi. I'm Steve. This is my this is my partner Susan. We met at Sex Island in Vegas. I, I <laughs> Mother's you, Day weekend. I, I can tell you last week,
1: without saying who, I received a dick pic from somebody that I did not ask for.
0: You got a dick pic? By accident. Oh. Uh, on accident? On accident. Maybe it was NASA thinking you were an extraterrestrial. Here's
1: the thing. If I'm this alien, I will not be very happy. Right. I'm not going to say these are people I want to associate with. That's
0: that's exactly where I'm getting at. How are we to know that an alien wants an unsolicited dick pic? What if this alien is very conservative? And, you know, they're busy, you know... No, because they, like, probe and stuff. But what...
1: I mean, that's what we hear. But what
0: dick... Like, who... How are they
1: deciding? You, you, you have to imagine there's a wall of dicks and NASA has to pick the perfect one to send. What if aliens don't have dicks? We can't send them a picture where they think it's a weapon.
0: Yeah, what if aliens don't have dicks and we send them a dick pic and they're like, and they're just like, what is this? Which, that's what that translates an to an alien.
1: Yeah. yeah, I didn't know you were fluent in that. I think you and I are smart enough to work at NASA. I don't <laughs> think they've thought <laughs> this through. And that's terrifying. Yeah,
0: I don't think they've thought this through at all. I don't think they did either. Um, yeah, and what and who are we to say like that they have like a gender? You know what I mean? Maybe they can like fuck themselves. I don't know. Like maybe they can create life within their own selves. Maybe they just like get wet and clone each other. I don't know.
1: But also, their their gender aside, I know plenty of women, and I'm sure you know plenty of dudes who don't like dick pics. They just I know a lot of men and women who have complained about getting dick pics from people they were seeing.
0: I think a lot of women are like don't like dick pics. I think a lot of men don't really mind. I'm like numb to them.
1: Okay, so I guess that's different.
0: I mean, I appreciate them. I'm like, thank you. It's the gift that keeps on giving. But it's also like I've had several people reach out to me listening to this podcast being like, Great work! I love the pod. Here's my ass in a jock strap
1: Interesting. Yeah. I, and I'm like, oh
0: well, happy, happy Friday to
1: you as well. Different. Like, I I just know two guy friends at home who have broken up with people for for getting dick pics that they just didn't care for.
0: I mean, exactly. Like that's what that's what uh, Jesse's saying at the And in, in take me out. It's like it's the human body. Everyone has it. I'm trying to like. It's an
1: indifference in my mind, like, but I know people who are so repulsed by them. Really? Yeah, by penises. Which I completely understand. I got, I got one, uh, I got that photo, and I was like, I've seen mine before. I didn't need to ever see another. I, they, it just looks weird.
0: That's how I am with vaginas.
1: Well, those also look weird. I also don't want a photo of it. Yeah. Is that, is that, maybe I'm crazy. It, no, you're not. You're respond. just a person. I don't want to see, so, I don't need a picture of it on my phone. You have
0: it, delicate eyes.
1: I just have no interest in seeing it.
0: Yeah. You're a Victorian woman. Yeah. And trapped. In... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, like, it's it's trapped in a podcast body. <laughs> it's like a
1: leprechaun. If I see him in person, we'll talk. Like, I don't need to see pictures of it. That doesn't do anything for me. I
0: no. I mean, I, I, I I would rather look at a river dolphin's erect penis than look at a lady's uh, meat truck.
1: I also don't want to look at a lady's meat truck. Yeah. I, I, I just... I but, think... like,
0: could you imagine... Okay, say we're not on this planet, right? Okay. We're in space. We're, like, doing our thing, whatever that is. And all of a sudden, this pops up in our DMs, this, like, picture of... <laughs> <laughs> Dude and woman, hey, hey, just reached out. (laughs) Like, is this the Earth's equivalent of like you up? (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Up, and
0: it's actually a coin toss. You don't
1: know, like the reaction could be we need to attack them right now.
0: Yeah, because not everybody wants to see it. Yeah, and what if we offended them? What if we like they were like, "Oh, this came from Earth. Quick, blow it up." I'd be like, "Great, NASA, thanks."
1: I just it's.
0: But you can't spell NASA without NASA.
1: Yeah, I also want to believe this article is bullshit.
0: I don't. I really want to believe.
1: It would terrify me. I've seen Armageddon. It would terrify me if we might have an actual emergency, and these are the people that have to get us out of it.
0: (gasps) Ugh. But what if we put like what if we put like okay so who's the hottest man right now? I
1: mean I have my picks as a straight dude like I I like I would say easily Ryan Reynolds. Who? Ryan Reynolds?
0: Ryan Reynolds, yes. Yeah. Like if we put Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, yeah. If that pick, like photoshop, you know how there's like fake celeb news, the
1: hottest couple on earth right now. The hottest couple. Yeah.
0: I would say um or like what girl what uh who's like or like maybe like a I don't know um Charlize Theron Yeah, that's another one. And like uh The Rock Okay. I'm a lot of people don't like that I, or like Jason Momoa Okay. I think they'd be like, oh, shit, we got to go check out this place." Maybe, who knows? I don't know. Maybe aliens are pervs just like we are, but this isn't the first time that naked humans have been sent to space, uh, which is shocking to me. So clearly, if you were the prototype of the first nude that was sent to space, they didn't like you. Um, so yeah, this is uh this is we're just sending sending nudes to space. Now, speaking of space.
2: Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal we take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal The Salt Lake City Bombings wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes subscribe at intohistory.com
0: This is a show I got introduced to my boyfriend uh introduced me to Selling Sunset which I was very skeptical. I was like, I don't need to watch this. The Oppenheimer Group is like right up the street on Sunset. They're like a real estate agency. I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast already knows what Selling Sunset is. I'm just like now getting to it because I watched Tony Collette fall downstairs. That's more entertaining to me. I fell in love with Chris Shell. Chris Shell Staus is a real estate agent. She's beautiful she's so sweet and there's a lot that i learned about her first of all i love this cast i think this is season five it's um it has some of the best garbage on on uh netflix right now it's just these are the real estate agents that like i didn't know existed they they all were it's kind of like a brothel it's like a brothel of these hike. Hot women on Instagram. They wear like these over the top outfits, like just ridiculous, almost cartoonish, almost costumey. Like no one wears this in LA. And they will just walk down the street with a coffee bean and be like, oh my God, we have to sell this property today. There's computers there, no one works on. No one works on these computers. And they literally walk into like a $50 million home and they go, we really need to sell this right now. And that's it. And they sell the house like like that. There's wonderful storylines. There's, I think, Maya, she's pregnant. She's moving to Miami. There's Christine, the villain, the viper, the uh, oh, I love her. She, if she got okay, Christine, if you're listening, please come on the show. I would love to have you. She left. They had the reunion and she didn't show up because she's like, Oh, I quit that group. I don't need them. I started my own company. It is a company, a real estate company that is buying and selling homes with cryptocurrency. I guess that's where the future is. So Chrishell, she used to date um, uh, Justin Hartley from um, This Is Us, formerly Passions, which by the way, I need every listener right now to write a petition and get it started That we can get Passions, the hit soap opera from the early 2000s, on the Peacock Network. I need that. If you don't know what Passions is, it is the weirdest soap opera ever. It has witches. It has past lives. It has haunted dolls. I'm in it. I need Passions on Peacock. Justin Hartley, heartthrob, um... Was married to Shell. and then Shell in this season of Selling Sunset gets uh, engaged, and she moves in with one of the Oppenheimer boys. Is it Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer?
1: Oppenheimer.
0: Oh, Oppenheimer. I mean, that's yeah, not, yeah. One of the twins. They're moving in. She wants to have kids, and he's kind of like on the fence. And then the very last episode—spoiler alert—they break up. And we wrecked. I'm like, no. Now, this story came out um, uh, this week that Chrishell is now in a relationship with an Australian musician named G Flip. Who? Exactly. And Chriselle said, I recently have been spending a lot of time with someone that's very important to me. Their name is G Flip. They're non-binary, so they go by they, them. And they are an extremely talented musician. This is like Che Diaz 2.0. And it started because, you know, I was just going to be in their video. It's about this chaotic love story. And, you know, I come from soaps. I love acting. And with the job that we have, I don't always get to do it. And so at first, of course, I was like, yes, let's do that. The reality TV star host told... "Uh." Tan France from Queer Eye and her fellow castmates during the show's latest episode. If, like us, you're also rooting for Chrishell to find love in a hopeless place, here's everything you need to know about the person who is making her V happy right now. Okay, so, Chrishell, people started noticing that uh, the fans of Selling Sunset were seeing that Chrishell was liking G-Flip's Instagram posts a little too much. And we're going to go down. We're going to see what G... This is G-Flip. This is G-Flip. Now, G-Flip looks very fun. They look very, like, love a Joshua Tree, might be related to Theo Vaughn. They love Funyun's first thing in the morning. Definitely loves maybe a like a joint maybe a a molly in the morning which I'm not mad at but this is the bedroom which is a huge downgrade from the bedrooms in selling sunset this is definitely not the primary suite <laughs> I don't know why anyone would stay here I bet they have bedbugs all over the basic mattress. I bet they got that mattress off the street because no one wanted to buy it on internet. So, Chris starts, like, seeing these pictures and liking them. I love the Vans. I bet I'd be friends. I'm going to be friends with G-Flip. I know it. I know it. He I can't me, hate G-Flip.
1: reminds me of the little kid in Big Daddy, Dress Yourself, Frankenstein. The what? The little kid from Big Daddy. Like, like, the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Dress yourself, Frankenstein. She doesn't know how to, like, these kids just don't know how to dress themselves.
0: She doesn't know how to dress. That is one thing for sure. She definitely doesn't have class or taste. But here's the thing. Chrishell is so stunning. So then here's some more pictures. Yalala, la, 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 la. Blah, 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 blah. And then we get to more. Okay. Cheryl shares a selfie with G Flip on her Instagram that's placed smack dab in the middle of a carousel with the caption "Roundup from the most pics that went in stories, whatever that means." Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Grateful for every person in these pics. Curious, do you guys enjoy pics or vids better? So here's Chriselle, stunning, gorgeous, pageant, soap star, and then they were they're very intimate. They've gone to, like, concerts together. Chris like, saying, best show, best song, best collab. This is G Flip because Chris was in her mu- their music video. Um, and then they were seen holding hands out in Denver, which I think that's what you do in Denver. There's nothing really to do there. Um, so at the reunion, Jason, uh, who was uh, engaged to Chris he's really upset about the breakup oh, I'm sorry, they were not engaged before you guys come for me. She wanted to be engaged, but he was afraid to propose because he didn't want kids. So he's really upset because, you know, a little heartbroken. Um, She's enjoying her life. They seem like a badass. They they seem like a badass for one, and two, the smile that's been on your face the last couple of minutes make me very happy, so I'm proud of you. So... Clearly, this is some weird, and I mean weird in like a good way. Chriselle's finding herself. But is this real? Which is what I ask about the show. Is this a real show? Are they real estate agents? Is this just all for show? Shell was on Dancing with the Stars. Um She was married to Justin Hartley. Then he broke up with her. He divorced her. Then she gets on Selling Sunset, gets on Selling Sunset, starts dating the Oppenheimer guy. Doesn't want kids. So that's the reason she broke up with him, because he didn't want kids. So if you don't want kids, then why are you getting into a relationship with this non-binary rock star? (laughs) Yes, I get adoption and IVF is an option, but still I'm like, huh, interesting. I want to know if she's going to go back to work for the Oppenheimer group, because that would be weird. I feel like that's very like little juicy when she walks in. Hey, how y'all doing? Little woman, Atlanta. I'm so glad she's uh, recovering. Uh, But also, Chris, shall I have questions? And I need answers. There was there was a Instagram video of her like posting in a closet, and Chriselle was like, "Well, the renovations are almost done. This is what the inside looks like. Now it's time to come out of the closet." That is, who knows? Maybe Chriselle will be the uh, the uh, uh, the Pride Marshal this year. You know, Pride's just around the corner. So maybe Chris will make a cameo with G flip or flip. I don't know. What was it? G flip something. It was G flip. How can you forget that? I need to see this video. I'm really hoping G flip is a good, uh, yeah, this is them. And here's the thing. They kind of look similar. They kind of look like they could be sisters, sister realtors, so a source tells People Magazine that G-Flip has moved into Chris house. Wow. The bombshell is plain and simple and kind of amazing. Uh, Chris Shell moved them in. Obsessed. And there you have it, folks. Um, that's the timeline. I wish Chris and G-Flip all the best of luck. Um, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get many more chapters to this uh, story in the weeks to come. But, yeah, Chris Dunn flipped as well. So, who knows? But, Christine, if you are there, I love you. I think you're amazing. You're a delicious, delicious villain for TV. I love it. Um, speaking of villains, we've had a lot of these, like, stories come up. We had um, uh, Fred Savage got fired from The Wonder Years for bad behavior Bill Murray's been like, you know, inappropriately touching people on set. It's just weird that all these like, you know, people from our childhood are just kind of like becoming assholes, I guess. Never in a million years did I think Fred Savage would be fired from the Wonder Years. Watch what you do with the same attitude. But here's another... Uh, Childhood show favorite, Family Matters, which I loved. A huge 90s staple in pop culture. Apparently, Jaleel White, who played Urkel, wanted to physically fight the mom from Family Matters. Now this is crazy. We've had our we've had our uh you know, we all know the story of, you know, Will Smith and Aunt Viv, you know, how they kinda like had a falling out and whatnot. But this I mean I I don't I don't know if I believe this story. I'll believe Chriselle and G Flip over over Jaleel White wanting to beat the shit out of uh Harriet Winslow. So, a member of the Family Matters cast has revealed a shocking incident from behind the scenes. Uh, jo Marie Payton was her name. She played Harriet Winslow for almost the entirety of the series, nine seasons. Sat down with Entertainment Tonight to share a memory of her time on the show. Now, she could have gone with any memory, all of the memories of that show, and she went with Steve Urkel. Uh, she said candidly about how the newcomer's fame may have influenced his attitude on the set. There was one time he actually wanted to physically fight me, citing the episode Original Gangsta Dog, in which Jaleel White appeared as OGD, Steve's gangster cousin. Oh, GD. There was a scene where I said, we can't do that, And standards and practices will not let that pass. It's not going to happen. He wanted to do it anyway. He was so mad, he started kicking and screaming and stuff. And after his tirade, he looked around, looked right into the camera and said, Did I do that? (laughs) Do you remember how big of a deal Urkel was?
1: Do you remember Urkel? Yeah, yeah. I every Friday night, Urkel was a huge deal.
0: Yeah, like he was like, I remember he had like a song, "Do the Urkel," you know, and he had alter egos. He had Stefan. Didn't he? Wasn't he also? I fall and I can't get up. Or Did he? What? Else? Wasn't that another
1: line that everyone used to quote?
0: I fall. No, that was from the lifeline. The 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 old ladies in the bathtub. Help! I have fallen and I can't get up. Maybe it made no. it to the show. I don't remember no, this.
1: I feel like that's Urkel.
0: No, he was like, Laura, my pet. He'd always do that. All right, we're going to have to Google that. And uh, But let's go down to, I want to see if there's more to this story, because you can't just like quit at, oh, he was screaming and stuff. She goes on to say that he said something about she must want to melee. What's a melee, he said, and she says, a fight. So she turned around. If you want to fight, I would, she continued. Darius McCrary, who played uh, the eldest son, um, grabbed me. I was going to whip his behind in retrospect. Peyton says that she understands that Jaleel White was just a kid and does not think he deserves all the credit for what he did. I give some of those adults credit, too, she added. Letting him run wild and do whatever he wanted to do, thinking he can say what he wants to say, you know, and hurt people's feelings and all that. It wasn't the only time that uh, her temper flared. Another example of her displeasure was the abrupt firing of Jamie Foxworth, who played Judy, the youngest Winslow sibling, during the show's initial four seasons. For me, it was a bad decision. When I asked what happened to her and she wasn't at rehearsal, I was told it didn't matter. Nobody's gonna notice. They took my baby, she continued. If they had taken the oldest child laura the way they did with the cosby show oh right and they put her off in another show you can make excuses that she's out with her friends she could reoccur you could do whatever you want to but when you take the baby no but going on she says that uh she tried her best to let the hard feelings go and focus on weight made the show special to her i love family matters i've kept in touch with a lot of them i see them on the other shows they're incredible writers blah blah blah. (sighs) Ah. I, I don't think this is real. I don't think that Jaleel... I've met him. I've met him a couple times. He's not a an angry person, but I also don't think a I don't know unless he was just really famous and thought that he could like do whatever he want because he was Urkel. I mean, he was a child star and you always hear about those child stars that become like absolutely horrific. But you can't punch your your mom? Well, I feel
1: what I've what I've seen and I know he died, but, like, it seems like people who played less cool characters on TV shows have sort of, they they felt like they had to make up for it by being extra pricky mm-hmm. o- outside of their role. So, like, we saw that with Dustin Diamond also.
0: Oh, yeah. R.A.P. He play-
1: yeah, he played Screech, and then the stories were horrific, and the things he was saying about the cast members. And it it, it feels like they had to compensate for the fact that people saw them as this nerdy character.
0: Well... I just remembered, do you know why the youngest sibling was asked to leave the show? On what? On Family Matters.
1: I've heard it before, but I don't remember. She did porn. Yes, that was it. Judy.
0: Yeah, she was on a TV show and uh, she took a picture of herself and sent her puss to space. And they said, nope, you can't do that. And they, like, canned her. And then she became, like, a hooker and died. Did she die? I think so. I think she, like, had a drug overdose or, like. Allegedly. Allegedly. Let's say allegedly. I,
1: I don't know if she's really dead. She's dead. That's unfortunate. I think she's dead. Uh,
0: are we Family getting- matters, guys. <laughs> 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 it's so crazy. I know. Uh, um,
1: so, yeah. So, wait. With the iPhone with the, uh, and I can't get up. Family Matters, that wasn't Urkel line, but it was based off of that commercial. Oh, he took it and they put it yeah, in the yeah. show.
0: And he said it, he would say it a lot. He did say yeah, it. Yeah, it I bet, one of I his bet they teams. had to pay for that. But good for him. I mean, not like wanting to hit his mom, but I think he was just playing around and she was like, boy, like, I'm going to whip you. Like, I'm sure he was running around. I'm sure they were just feeding him like crack and pixie sticks. And they were just like, all right, now look into the camera. And he had all those alter egos. Like I said, Stefan. I didn't know of like the gangster. Uh, version of him, but I don't know. I think I think that's. I'm gonna say it's kind of a stretch, but also like I love that this story came out like right before Mother's Day, so <laughs> they're like, don't hate your moms, especially if you're on a sound stage with them. Um, here we have. I was I was mentioning Chriselle and soap stars. This story is. Straight out of a soap opera. Now I mentioned passions, which you are my passions for life. Uh General Hospital alumni splits from his pregnant wife because why? <gasps> the child is not mine. Bum bum bum. Oh. I read this and I was like, oh my God. I love it when art imitates life. So the story goes like this. I'm not a big general hospital watcher, uh, but I know it's been on forever. Now, he's this alumni, Steve Burton, who alleges that his wife, Cherie Gustin, is pregnant with another man's child. The allegation has resulted in the pair separating. Uh, he announced, God damn I hate it when they do this. They announce it on Instagram stories. Take your shit and make it private. He's like I wanted to clear something up. Sheree and I are separated. She recently announced that she was expecting her fourth child. The child is not mine. The child's not mine. You need to give it up. Had about enough. Um he continued, we are still co-parenting our three beautiful kids. We would appreciate privacy at this time. Much love, Steve. Yeah, if you if you want privacy, don't post this on Instagram idiot the estranged couple have been married since 1999 and share three children but this pregnancy he says nope definitely not mine there they are still co parent oh yeah so he just literally just typed this and then posted it as a story okay didn't need you didn't need to do that you didn't need to do that is there more to this at the bottom yeah so he says oh His Instagram account is full of inspirational messages, which say shit like, don't settle. Okay. In November 2021, he also took to social media to speak out after he was let go from General Hospital due to his refusal to take a, what? COVID-19 vaccine. Got it. I know there's been a lot of rumors and speculation about me in General Hospital, and I wanted you to hear from me personally. Unfortunately, General Hospital has let me go because of the vaccine mandate. Well... You can't be on a show called General Hospital when the rest of the country is on ventilators because of a vaccine that you don't want to take. Nope. And now, and I mean, beautiful family. The kid's a little, the little boy in the middle is a little scary. He's got, he's got like, um, like a little bit of a Joker vibe to him. And everyone's gonna be like, leave the kid alone. I don't, I, I, It's my podcast. I'll say what I say. Go down a little bit. I want to see what we have to say about the wife. Is there any more about this wife? So Burton was a part of the soap series forever. Blah, 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 blah. So he was a part of the soap series since 1991 playing Jason Morgan on and off for the last 30 years. God, that's the best gig. If I could get on a soap opera, I would never leave. Just so much work. I did apply for my medical and religious exemptions, and both of those were denied, which, you know, hurts. But this is also about personal freedom for me. Uh Uh-oh. Freedom. Personal freedom.
1: The American story.
0: I quit. I was asked to leave my show because my freedom was jeopardized. I don't think anyone should lose their livelihood over this. Okay, well then get vaccinated, you dumbass. But also, I need more story from this woman. Why does he not think the baby's his? He's handsome, she's beautiful. Maybe there's a timeline, like Krishelle and G Flip. But damn, when you go on social media and say that kid is not mine, blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. That's so much. But I don't know. Hopefully they're all healthy. You know what? And you know what? You don't need him, girl. You don't need him. You need a man who's going to be passionate about you. And who's not going to question if the baby's his or not. You're a stunning woman. You're not on 16 and pregnant. No. And, and your husband got hired from fired from General Hospital after 30 years. So you know what? Sometimes it's time. You need to take a break. A couple more stories to go. Um, here's something ripped out of a soap opera storyline, which I just find fascinating. This woman, who is presumed dead, was heard banging to be let out of her casket at her own funeral. Uh, I live for this story. this and and she barely did. So this is an incredible story. This woman in Peru, was being carried in a casket at her own funeral when she shocked her loved ones by beating from the inside of the casket. Can we go down on this one a little bit, John? 36-year-old Rosa Isabel Césped Kalaka, sure, had been pronounced dead after being involved in a fatal car crash that claimed the life of her brother-in-law and seriously injured her nephews. After hearing the pounding from inside her casket, family members were beyond stunned, you yeah, know no shit, to find the woman lying there sweating with her eyes wide open. They called the police, then loaded the casket into the back of a pickup truck and rushed the woman to a hospital. Once at the hospital, doctors determined that she was indeed alive. Family members and loved ones consider this to be a miracle, as medical staff quickly hooked the woman up to a life support machine. Ugh, I c- ugh. But what a moment! What a moment! Not only are you not dead, but you are at your funeral. You're lucky you weren't like embalmed. That's terrifying. But also, like, could you imagine... I, I, if The first thing I would do if I was buried alive, not buried, but, like, you know, in a casket at my funeral and that casket door open, I would look around and be like, how many of y'all bitches are here? Who's at my funeral? How many of y'all are wearing red? <laughs> Who's wearing red at my funeral? Okay, I see you. Um... But that is like some serpent in the rainbow shit. That is, oh, that is a uh, terrifying. I think that's a big fear for me. We've talked about biggest fears before on this podcast. And I think this is definitely one of those being buried alive. And of course she was sweating with her eyes open. She's like, where am I? Oh my God. Because I always hear those crazy, creepy stories of like, you know, they'll like exhume a body or something like in the Wild West or something. And they'll open the casket and they'll see the skeleton and stuff. And they'll look from inside the um, casket and they'll see like nail marks, like someone scratching to get out. (laughs) But do you remember, do you remember those stories of like, I don't know what disease it was. I want to say it might have been like Spanish flu or like yellow fever where they couldn't tell if you were dead or not because your pulse and your breathing were so thin and sparse so they put like a a mechanism in your coffin like a piece of string and it went they would drill a hole through the coffin and it would go up to the surface so if you were there and it was ringing like you could ring it and someone would come get you oh my god no thanks i am so sorry this took a morbid turn let's talk about drugs <laughs> now I have a obsession with this company. This is our final story of the week. I love nespresso coffee. I have a nespresso machine at home, which I love. Um, this story I found out on Instagram that 1,000-plus pounds of cocaine was discovered at an espresso coffee factory. 1,000-plus pounds of cocaine, you heard it, were found at an espresso warehouse. Now, it was hidden among bags of coffee beans. The Swiss police say they have seized about 500 kilograms of cocaine from a shipment of coffee that was sent to an espresso factory. Workers at the plant were alerted uh, they alerted the authorities after finding white powder in sacks of coffee beans. Just be quiet. <laughs> now police later found more of the drug in five shipping containers. An initial investigation suggested the shipment had come from Brazil. What? An espresso statement said production of coffee capsules at the plant had not been contaminated by the drug. So just to let you all know your virtuo machine is not the problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, We want to reassure consumers that all our products are safe to consume. Uh, The seized cocaine was 80% pure. Oh, now they're just teasing. Now they're just teasing everybody. And had an estimated street value of nearly 50 million pounds. It's definitely a big seizure for the Canton of Freiburg. One can say an extraordinary catch. The security of the region, the cocaine was probably destined for the European market, police say. Well, you know, at least it wasn't fentanyl. You know, I'm glad people weren't drugged without their knowing. But also, like, if you're going to do it, yeah, do it in, like, the cold brew. Gives a whole new meaning to nitro coffee, too. I love uh, Nespresso, and I'm not saying I'm an advocate for drug use. I'm not saying that at all. I just think it's fascinating that people are just like, "Hey, let's just throw it in some coffee beans." They're never going to know, and they caught it. Just goes to show you that cocaine is not a milk substitute. You can't do that. It's not an oat milk. It's not a coconut. It's a cocaine, and we don't need cocaine milk. If I swear, if cocaine milk becomes a thing here in L.A., I'm done. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Stand on top of the Chateau Marmont, fully nude, with my dong flapping in the air, yelling at aliens to come down and get us. I will officially be that guy, and hopefully people will record me and put me on Instagram with the caption of, I am not this, (laughs) this man is not my father. Uh, Who knows, maybe I'll get into a relationship afterwards with a non-binary Australian rocker? And um, we will live our lives happily until I accidentally fall down the stairs. You guys, this has been a very fun episode. I have some dates coming up. If you are in the San Diego area, I will be headlining the Comedy Store in La Jolla May 20th, 21st, and 22nd. I will also be in Napa uh, with Heather McDonald in June. I believe that's June 17th. Don't quote me on that. I will actually put those dates up soon. But um, yes, I will be going to DragCon this weekend and giving you guys a full update on next week's episode. Hopefully. I'm waiting on tickets. It's about 80% of a chance that I'm going. Am I terrified? Yes. Yes. But it's going to be so exciting. I can't wait for you guys to hear all about it. But again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. Um, Follow me on Instagram at Justin Martindale. Tweet me at Just Martindale. And also hit me up in those comments. Let me know what you guys want to hear, talk about. If you guys have merch ideas, sure. I'd love to hear them. Maybe we can make those for you and send them out. But as always, thank you again for listening to another episode of Just Say with Justin Martindale. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week.
2: Just saying. (laughs)